Hey, agency owners, it's time for a new episode of the Agency Blueprint, the number one podcast for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling an agency to seven figures and beyond, while reducing stress and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, international bestselling author, agency scale partner, and founder of Creative Agency Success. If you enjoy our podcast, please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode and help keep the show at the top of the charts so it can be found by more agency owners like you. And now for the show. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about getting the client kickoff call going very well. I wanted to talk to you this week about setting client expectations so that you can have long-term success. Managing a client's expectation and their projects will be, realistically speaking, one of the aspects of the bread and butter of your business and success of your agency. I mean, let's think about this for a moment, right? Let's put you in the buyer, the client's shoes for a moment. When you are actually buying a new service, you're ultimately wanting to make sure that the outcome happens. It happens in the time frame that you're looking for. And then ultimately you feel heard, recognized, and that you feel important and making sure that that expectation actually comes to fruition. The place that happens really badly for a lot of agencies is the expectation is set wrong from the very start. Making sure that ultimately how that expectation is set so that you can exceed it and make sure that the client is happy in the end and make sure that you really set the foundation appropriately from the very start is paramount and a lot of agencies don't do this well because the goal here for them is ultimately to make a sale and when you are doing everything you can to make a sale rather than actually doing everything you can to make sure that you're setting the right foundation for a successful relationship being properly selective around who it is that you are talking to and working with and letting them know what the expectation actually should be. Even having a conversation where I see a ton of sales conversations go off the rails is that they end up kind of becoming essentially taking orders where the client says, I want XYZ in this timeline and this result in XYZ. And the agency, in essence, just says, yes, okay, then here's the price. Rather than actually saying, you know, So I just want to set appropriately the right expectation for you. And ultimately, this is, this is where you're, you're thinking wrong. And here's why you're going to have a higher likelihood of success if you look at it and and manage the project this way. And here's the reasons why we know that we had a client that was going through the exact same scenario. They had the same challenge and ultimately was having a fairly negative impact into their business. And so ultimately speaking, this is how we actually worked with them. And this is the result that they actually got. You're actually getting them to have an understanding of how they're going to have that, that end result. I had a client where I was talking to them ultimately around the same overarching concept and they were bidding on a fairly large branding project. And the, they were going through essentially an RFP process. There was a multi-bid requirement because of the size of the organization. As you know, with larger enterprise size clients, they typically require multiple bids. And the thing that was going on was that they really had a very short timeline, as you, know, you and I both know happens all the time. Clients want it done fast, they want it done cheap, and they want it done with quality, which we know was not a possibility. And that essentially was the situation that was happening in this scenario. And realistically speaking, this is where they actually set themselves apart, was they actually pushed back on the client where every other agency was acquiescing to them, telling them what they wanted to hear rather than actually the true scenario. So 
the pushback that they actually had in this situation was more along the timeline. And the thing that we actually ended up going through and actually saying to them was essentially these, this, this sort of framing to them. So, you know, what, what exactly do you want on this project? This is the client talking to the prospect. What exactly do you want in this project? Do you want our best idea or do you want our first, our first idea? And obviously the client stops and says, well, the best one, of course. Well, that's sort of the thing that I wanted to point out here, right? Is that the timeline that you have outlined here is only going to allow for us to give you our first idea. And realistically speaking, any other agency that tells you any other anything different is going to be lying to you because there's no time allowed for any iteration and creative idle time allowed within this project timeline. You are looking for, and it was a brand, rebrand, messaging, identity, brand book build out, as well as a new website design and launch and assets to be built out in like a two month period of time, which for a large business is quite difficult to do, right? Even with all hands on deck. And so they, the client ended up actually, they ended up winning this project and they were told that this was the reason why they won the project because exactly as they had said, as it any other agency that told them any different was lying. And so they set themselves apart because every other agency acquiesced and told them, yes, that they would get it done in that timeline. And ultimately speaking, they set themselves apart and actually got it done in a longer timeline that made it better for the agency, ended up being one of the most expensive ones, even competing against some of the well-known agencies out there, some of the big branding agencies that many of you know the name of, they won over these clients because, or these agencies because, they set themselves apart and actually showed them them how they were thinking about it and actually doing and challenging them in that situation, really allowing for them to set the appropriate expectations. So I want to walk you through my mindset around client expectations. The first thing, and as I was talking about there, and a, a couple of references was, you want to make sure that you are picking the client as well, that you are auditioning the client. And looking at the sales conversation is exactly that. You are making sure that they are the right fit for you, and they are making sure that you are the right fit for them, where it actually is truly a mutually beneficial client agency relationship. It's not a one-way thing. It's not that you're here to acquiesce to them, that you're here to do what they need and want. This is supposed to be a business transaction, which meant, is meant to be mutually beneficial for both the client and the agency. And ultimately, you need to be thinking about your sales conversation as an audition, as you checking with them and making sure that they're the right fit for you. And then ultimately, you can have the success for them. Let's not take this sort of Machiavellian approach to sales that I just may need to make the sale, not recognizing that ultimately, this client is not the right fit for XYZ. I don't think that I'm going to be able to help them because of ABC and still continuing to sell them anyways, trying to make it fit. Don't try to fit a square shape into a circle hole, right? It's not going to work. And time and time and time again, I see agencies trying to do that. And it's super difficult. It ends up making both the client and the agency fail when realistically speaking, you should have qualified them or disqualified them for the beginning and said no when they weren't of the right fit or let them know why they needed to change what it is that they're looking at and actually frame it appropriately so that they could be the right fit. The other thing that gets sort of missed a lot is that there's not enough time really spent 
understanding the project in its entirety. And this causes a lot of problems for the agency. So you really want to understand where they are, what issues are going on to allow for you to be able to build out what it is that they're doing. I was having a conversation with a, an agency the other day, and they were taking on a new project that they felt very comfortable with. And then when they were, they had, were working outside of their typical client profile, and after having taken on the project, they realized that this startup didn't have any visual identity information. They didn't have any messaging framework. They had nothing to actually build what it was that they were there to build a new website. And in order for them to be able to do that, they had to have some messaging and branding exercises in order to be able to build out this website, which ultimately was not part of the scope. But in order for this project to be successful, they needed this information. So they ended up doing it essentially for free because otherwise their project would not have actually been able to be executed and the client would have not been happy with it because it wouldn't have represented the brand. So they ended up spending a ton of time and a ton of effort building this out so that ultimately they could. And that's because they did not spend enough time in the sales conversation, understanding the client, understanding what questions they needed to ask, understanding the project in its entirety. So before your next sales conversation, have a detailed question list of what you need to know, not making it this like massive, long 21 question thing where it's a one way you're asking a question and they answer, you ask a question and they answer. It needs to be conversational, obviously, but making sure that you're covering all your bases and you really understand the project, being able to understand ultimately what it is that is going to be needing to be done to help the client achieve this end goal. And if you're not going to be able to help them to let them know that and really being able to set the framework up for success, the appropriate expectation with the client. And one of the other things that I see happen quite a lot is where the agency doesn't really take enough time to consider whether they're able to accomplish the end goal and whether they have the expertise to truly do that and whether the client ultimately has the right framework and, and the right setup in order to be able to have the end goal. So I want you to actually think about maybe potentially even putting together a brainstorming or a committee conversation around the client. Once you've had the initial conversation, that discovery or strategy conversation with the client, and you really understand the detail of the project, that you actually bring the team together to understand whether this is possible, whether you can actually accomplish the goals, and what is it going to take to be able to do that? making sure that you actually have a clear understanding of fully what exactly the scope of work is going to look like and whether that's really truly going to be possible. And if not, let the client know. You need to set the expectations appropriately because recognize how much reputational damage could potentially be done to your agency if you bring them on and sell them that you can do something, but ultimately you can't. The client isn't going to be happy. Your team isn't going to be happy because they're failing. And ultimately, should they want to actually go into a public forum and share about your agency and how much they didn't have the successful relationship that they believed that they were going to can have massive reputational damage to you. And it's not worth it. You've spent years and years and years and years building your agency, building its reputation, learning your craft, all for you to be able to lose all of that reputation, that time, that buildup of what you've done and that expertise that you've built on one client because you did not spend the time really thinking about whether it was a true thing that you can accomplish and maybe even feeling a little bit of gusto that you could figure it out. Let's not take things that way. If you are ultimately believe that you can get them the end result, but you haven't done it before, let's be honest about that too. Let them know, hey, this is going to be an experiment, an experiment for us too. And if they're willing to take that risk, then great. But if they're not, 
then they know which way, they know where the door is and that's completely okay. You don't need to be selling every client. You need to make sure that you set the right expectations so that ultimately everyone wins. There does not need to be the situation where the agency is trying to sell someone in order just to bring in the revenue. It doesn't feel good. That's why tons of agencies do not like sales conversations because that's how they end up taking them rather than it actually being about value, about what the client is looking for and helping them. You started your agency because you love what you do, not because you just love money for the vast majority of you, at least the ones that I hope are listening to this podcast, or ones that ultimately wanted to do what they, their craft, their creativity, and really utilize their gift to help other people. And I hope that you want to look at it and you really hear what I'm saying right now and understand that you need to be able to set and have the appropriate conversation with your prospects, ensuring that you can have the success that they ultimately want and that you're building the foundation for a truly successful relationship. The other thing that I see happen that is really problematic in client relationships from the very beginning is the framework by which the SOW is set up, the sort of inclusions and exclusions where it's actually really not detailed enough. So make sure that you're very clear on exactly what it is going, what it is exactly that you're going to do and everything that you need to be able to actually allow for that to be successful. So what assets are you gonna need from the client? What are you actually gonna produce? How many of those assets are you actually going to be able to produce? How many pages are you going to be producing on the website? What is it exactly gonna look like? Are there gonna be numbers of revisions or not? Making sure that you really have a defined inclusion and exclusion. How long is that video going to be? How many produced and final images are they going to produce? Are you going to be producing in that end photo shoot? Making sure that you really have a very clear, distinct scope of work, allowing for them to really understand what is included and what is not. And so at any point in the relationship where something comes up that is out of, out of the scope, you can point them back to that really detailed scope of work. That, that exclusions component is missed so incredibly frequently, but super important because there's things that ultimately you are not going to be producing and there's assumptions being made in that scope of work. And I see this nine times out of 10, that exclusions part of the SOW is nowhere to be found. If you don't have an exclusions portion of your SOW right now, it is something really important to add and make sure that you're very clear of what is going to be included and not. In the same sort of mindset when it comes to actually putting together the SOW is also including measurable goals. I see this being missed so incredibly often because a lot of agencies are afraid of actually kind of putting their money where their mouth is, right? Is that they say that they can accomplish the goal, but ultimately not actually listing out what those goals are and how they're going to be measured and how you're going to be graded on the actual result. And ultimately that's what the client is here for. And you should be able to actually start to hinge and say that you're going to be able to do specific things and what is ultimately how you're going to measure success of that. This does a couple of things. Even if you, let's say that you're a branding agency and you're not, you recognize that it's sometimes very difficult to measure the success of a branding project because ultimately it's fairly far reaching, right? And it, it has a, quite a significant lag time to the actual impact from the overarching NPS score to the lifetime value to brand awareness to the amount that clients are actually be able to be retained to tons of different aspects on and even how the brand is implemented. But if you actually set measurable goals around what's going to happen, even in the context of a branding project, you're able to actually have the client share these results with you, which allows for you to be able to have the results for your case studies. 
Because realistically speaking, for a lot of your clients are having the result that they want, but you don't have any way of actually sharing that information to a prospective client in the future. And one, the existing client wants to know what ROI they got in working with you. And two, new clients want to know to have that assurity and that, that risk being diminished when knowing the types of results that you've produced for other clients. So actually setting measurable goals of exactly what you are looking to accomplish from this project is incredibly important in how ultimately you're going to measure it. I touched on this a little bit in the episode a couple of weeks ago, but I want to hit it again because this is really important in the expectation setting as well, is the communication timeframe and the communication medium, the channel of communication from the very beginning. So how do you communicate the frequency by which you communicate, making sure that the client is aware of this before they actually sign up with you as, as their agency, their new agency, making sure they have that understanding. So ultimately they will work within that framework. Setting that expectation is really important because ultimately that can create a lot of bottlenecks in how your team actually operates. I wanted to hit this again because this is a huge hinge point for a lot of agencies, the communication with the client, the way that they actually respond, how they're providing feedback, making sure that they have that understanding of you're actually going to provide feedback directly within the design platform or within this third-party service that you're utilizing, or you're going to send us messages in Slack or we only communicate via email. We schedule all of our phone calls in advance, making sure that they have an understanding of all of these items so that ultimately they know exactly how you're going to interface with each other and have that expectation set from the start. And then finally, the thing that I want to also just finally leave you with is don't set your timeline so short that you have no way of being successful. Rushing so hard to be able to allow for you to be able to accomplish the goal in the end. Set some space in that timeline to allow for you to be able to accomplish it and be able to manage things that come up unexpectedly, which I'm sure that you're aware as well as I am that that happens constantly on nearly every project. There's things that come up that you weren't expected from a person being out sick to a surprise thing that happened on another client that you now have to manage to all sorts of things that come up in the management of your agency and actually planning for that, knowing how long things are actually going to take. And you have information that allows for you to understand is here's the date of a contract being signed and here's the date of the deliverable actually being sent to the client. What is the average timeline on that type of project of getting things out? Taking a look at what that looks like for your average, for the average project for your delivery and actually knowing what that is and utilizing that as a baseline of what is going to be reasonable and not and actually establishing that, that expectation with the client at the start so that ultimately you're delivering on time you're planning your resources appropriately. You know that there's some space into it. So you're not rushing anxious, tired, working nights and weekends on an ongoing basis. Expectations are the foundation of your relationship. Make sure that you set the appropriate expectations from the start. Do not oversell. Do not overpromise so that you can have a long-standing, great relationship with your new client. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this. Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I going to close this person or what I'm going to say to this person or what am I going to do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do. 
Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things. But at one episode per week, it's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now, so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. I'm not so stressed during calls thinking, oh my gosh, I got, I got to sell, I got to sell, I got to sell because if I don't sell, I don't make our I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to 1 million in revenue per year in 12 months or less. I char- typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2000 to 3000 Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client on a monthly retainer. We only accept about 20% of the agencies that apply to this program because we wanna make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time, energy, and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams. You've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if X happens, this happens, boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's gonna work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I wanna deliver. And yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure. So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program or go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash apply. Thanks, and I'll see you inside the program.